0: Welcome to Tiger Pops Podcast, a place to dissect, analyze, and swoon over the Webtoon Midnight Poppyland. Every week, we'll go through another episode and break down character development, relationship aggression, plot, symbolism, body language, and more. And of course, we'll be bringing out those tinfoil hats for some theory time. Every week, we'll be joined by sharp-witted, detail-obsessed, and dare I say, thirsty fans ready to tackle the latest gem. Let the analysis begin. Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode four of Tiger Pops Podcast. And
1: today we have with us the guest host of Tanya. I'll let Tanya introduce herself. Hello. Hi, I'm Tanya. Um, I'm an avid reader of um, webtoons. I am just so preoccupied with um, uh, Midnight Poppyland. I absolutely adore this. So that's one of my favorite things to do. Um, Apart from that, I sew, I dance salsa. Um, I used to work in the pharmaceutical industry. Uh, I suppose that's really much about me, um, in a nutshell, really. Oh, and I'm in the, yes, and I'm in the UK as well. I'm based in the UK as well. So I'm just outside of London. Um, that's where I'm actually based. But yes. Yeah. So
0: last episode ended with, um, Poppy and Tora on the train. Tora basically, you know, gave her his, um, jacket after he her shirt ripped open and you know he threw this to paper airplane at her with her with her paper and you know afterwards she was like poppy was freaked out uh, torah felt like emotionally stirred by what he had seen as well he was clearly you know shaken and right now episode four starts off with poppy at the police station because she wanted to report the fact that this guy took a picture of her with her chest
1: exposed yeah, okay, absolutely. Um, I'd also like to mention as well that I think Tora's quite despite him taking a photo of Poppy without her permission, which was wrong, that naughty, at least he was a gentleman to give her his top. So, you know, at least that's that sort of compensates it to it with to a certain extent. Anyhow, mm-hmm. based on the advice at the, on the train, she went to the police station. But I think Poppy's a very um. I don't think she's used to going to the police station because when she went there, it was a very overwhelming experience for her. That mm-hmm. I from what I interpreted, anyway. So, as you can see, at the you know at the very beginning, um, she has to register at the police station, and then she's being accompanied by an officer, um. To her interview, to 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 make a complaint about um, having that or unauthorized picture taken of her by Torah. You can see yeah, she's very very nervous. Sorry, right? She feels
0: like she she feels like she's the one who committed a crime.
1: Yes, yes, that's right. Yes, she feels very nervous. She's not used to that kind of place. She's not from that type of area. She's not that type of girl. So you can see she's. Getting a little bit of an initiation into a little bit of clues mm-hmm. here and there as to all the type of things she's going to be exposed to um, later on in the story. Not saying that she might get caught up in crime herself, but because of the environment that she will soon step into. Right. You know, like the yeah. Showing huge contrast between where she is and what she'll be. Exactly. Exactly. So, yes. Yeah, so, even the police officer assesses notices she's very nervous as well and she's not used to this sort of place as well he um I mean he tries to make a joke of it as well to try and put her at ease that's how I Mm -hmm. that's how I would see that you know she feels a little bit nervous and I think he makes it you know helps her in that in that way but there's this smell or scent that she keeps smelling Mm -hmm. she Um. she's you know she trying to work out where's this scent coming from, you know, you know. Uh, but she says it's in the police station. Which I thought, hmm. it's a bit But then as the things progress, where this smell on the actual hoodie itself. Mm-hmm. But she yeah, thinks yeah. it's from but she thinks it's from the actual area, from the from the police station. Because to me, in a police station it would probably smell a bit rough with more sweaty <laughs> bodies and well, you know, and and, and bodily fluids or something like that. of people being injured and stuff like that, or and arrested or whatever? And waiting to be seen. But she says, but then I'm thinking the smell. Is the smell supposed to comfort her to a certain extent? Because she actually does like the smell. She likes the scent. Yeah. yeah.
0: Later she does, but she says that she's smelling it all day, and now she's smelling it here too.
1: Yeah. I did. I did think. Yeah. I did think. Oh, that's a bit unusual for that. You know, for her to, because at first, I suppose at first it seems like she was bothered by it initially, but then towards the end, she actually, she actually enjoyed it as well. But um, yeah, I, mean, I didn't well, see her being bothered by it. I just saw her
0: as you know trying to figure out where it was from.
1: Yeah, well, because she kept saying, "Well, where's this smell coming from? Where's it coming?" from? <laughs> you know, words to that effect. So, but okay, I, yeah, I suppose that's another way of looking at it, and then. They approach, her and the officer approach um, some some criminals that are waiting to be seen, and they look so intimidating. Yeah, probably starting to sweat. <laughs> yes, and I don't think she's really um used to it. And also because the officer saying that the department branch is old and cramped, so therefore they've not really had any way to separate the victims from the perpetrators or from the criminals as well. So it can mm-hmm. be a very intimidating, um, place to be. So, yes, because well, when they said the, su- the suspects and the victims are interviewed in the same area, that can put a few people off from taking yeah. things further. I, you know, but he, he apologized. The officer apologized. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he, 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 uh, I suppose that he had, he just explained, but it's the way that the criminals are looking at her.
0: Right. They're all looking straight in her face with like anger and resentment in their eyes.
1: Yes. Which
0: is super scary for her.
1: Yes. And it's not like she has had any dealings with any of them directly. But I think Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if it is a place for the criminals, a place of misplaced frustration. They're just angry that they're in that place, but they just want to take it out on somebody who looks as if they would be easy to pick on. If that makes any sense.
0: or maybe somebody who doesn't share their life. You know, we don't know who who these people are, but we know like Torah himself is a gangster and he could very easily be one of those in the, you know, sitting there being arrested. And they might be looking at someone like Poppy who is free and who has never had to live the kind of life that they have and look at her with this kind of jealousy and resentment because she's been spared from the misery that they have.
1: Yes, yes, that, that's a, that's another way of looking at it. I suppose where I was looking at it was that she's not from that area and she stands mm-hmm. out so much. She's like a beacon. And they're like, mm-hmm. she's not from this area. So we can, we can, um, intimidate her anyhow, any style we want. And she sort of falls for that. She doesn't sort of cut herself off from that as well. Mm-hmm. But, but I think she, she's trying to understand why are they looking at her like that? Mm-hmm. Because there's another panel in there where she looks really, I think she looks a little bit stunned and a bit upset that they're, they're staring her down like that, as if they want to come after her, as if they want to attack her. And Maybe. she all she's there is gone to make a complaint about something that has nothing to do with them. But, um mm-hmm. yeah, but then in a way, those, criminals staring at her, all of a sudden she sort of has a flashback
0: Right, and um, it's like what you said, right, that she's not from the area and mm. now she's remembering what her landlady said when she first moved in three months ago to Naren City Yes, yes, yeah
1: So that's what she's having and um, when she's having a discussion with Mrs. Haru, her landlady and um, you know as the, as the conversation um transpires between the two of them, she built landlady thought okay I'll I'll give you some heads up get let you know what's going on in Narin City since you're you're new to the area and that you know she's she's telling her it looks quite safe however stay away from Airy Street mm-hmm. as well
0: right and then like Lily shows us this. You know, these images that are quite, quite intimidating and scary looking with like these SWAT police people um, at this when they had this party, which was we know later was for Vincent Baltuman, his birthday party. And, you know, they had how much is to say hundreds or hundreds of uh, heavily armed police officers. And you actually see, you know, this picture of these heavily tattooed gang members and you see in the background torah and this pink-haired woman who we'll see encounter later um yeah. you
1: know as being part of this this uh part this party yeah but um yes yeah. i'm gonna backtrack a little i'm actually gonna mm-hmm. backtrack a little bit and we see the sign aries street mm-hmm. aries is the god of chaotic war in mm-hmm. greek mythology that's the first thing i saw And I thought, ah, okay, what does that mean? What does that mean? So I'm thinking, well, okay, gangland, gangland fights. In a way that can be quite chaotic and they can come, they can have a a war amongst various tribes or clans. That can be quite chaotic in its Mm -hmm. way. So it's like Aries, it's like sort of saying, you know, this is a place where a lot of war Takes place. It's a very. Yeah. It's quite a disturbing sort of place. It's a. It's a, a lot of action that goes on in this area. That mm-hmm. that's what it. That's what that sign says to me. Anyway, that, that's how I look at it. And amongst in the sign um, and, and surrounding the background of the sign as well, you'll hear a lot. You'll see a lot of noises that are going on. So it's a very. um it's, There's a lot of action going on in that area. And it's, it's not a particularly pleasant either as well. Yeah. But yes, I mean, and, and then yes, again followed by you see the heavily armored police as well having the fights with all the gangs as well. So you're thinking, wow, this place where the police can't even control the gangs. You know, there's a lot of um, gangland control there, without without mm-hmm. a doubt as well. And uh, yeah. yes, with with the, and you know they're saying that. Um, Hundreds of heavily armed police officers need to control these gangs, but they but they don't really because right. there's are certain areas that they don't really go to. They just let the gangs get on with it to be honest, so they have a lot of power than um that have a lot of power more so than the police and mm-hmm. with the picture with the two heavily tattooed gang members, yes, you see Tory about he's talking to cindy I think, her, I
0: think Cindy it candy, yeah.
1: I think I think it's Cindy. I think that is uh, Is it. Giu's sister is that Giu? The well, that, that, that we old, know, right? Yeah, I we know it's one of the guys. It. Yeah,
0: if her name is Candy. We'll come up. We'll Candy. come.
1: Across it, yeah, yeah. I think that's Candy with the pink hair. I yeah. think I think that's because she did ask another guy what happened to Tora because she's not seen him for a while, but. Yeah. Um, in the background, when you see her talking to Tora, he looks really disinterested. <laughs> you know, and she was yapping, yapping. Yeah, him. yeah. He's yeah. like she's trying to generate some conversation and he's well, just bored, <laughs> really. <laughs> <laughs> i that. You know,
0: typical of his, his treatment of pretty shallow women. He just ignores them. He isn't interested
1: in them at all. Yeah, yeah. 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 That, that, the lady she hasn't you can see she has interest in him he's he's not really bothered about <laughs> yeah. like that as well um mm-hmm. i thought also i'd have a look at the tattoos as well okay of the gang lands in the foreground in the, out in, the in the nearer to so. us and uh, it was quite interesting to see where they have their tattoos some have them right on their forehead, some on the neck mm-hmm. as well Yeah, and I like all the designs and patterns on there as well. And I think also it's to distinguish which clan you belong to. Yeah, like definite markings on there. Um, The one with the guns and roses, that's an interesting one as well. They're trying to say that they'll kill with kindness or something like that. I don't know. You can see the two guns. Crossed on Mm. his forehead with the roses underneath as well. So, yeah,
0: maybe like one running lifestyle and showing that it's violent but beautiful, you know. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's uh, it's like you know, I, I quite like this. And then, um, um, yeah, so then it goes
0: directly to the panel of Poppy, and it's like it's a total distinction to the violent panel before because she's there, she's got her hair in a pony and a bow in her hair. And she's eating a cookie and her t-shirt says dream big little mermaid. And she's like a picture of innocence and she's totally thrown off by this news. And, you know, in the middle of eating a cookie, just like so cute. And, um, you know, she's terrified and she's like, Oh, Oh no, I didn't, didn't know this. I didn't, this didn't, that's something I saw when I researched this on the internet. Yeah. Um, and she's uh, really, like, uh, you know, she's worried about the the apartment. She's like, I finally found a tenant, and she's like, Don't worry,
1: not too bad. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, because the landlady wants her money, <laughs> so she wants mm. to hold on to the she wants to hold on to the money. So she's having a little bit of regret from being honest with her, but then mm. she tries to turn it around to, to to not scare Poppy off too much and uh, try to keep her calm. So to speak. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she said, "Not when I finally found a tenant for this godforsaken apartment." So <laughs> she, she, uh, mm-hmm. so she, she, she quickly regrets that having said that to her. But I still think it was good for Mrs. Harry to say that, anyway, because you need to be aware of your surroundings. I think um, right.
0: And, and Poppy is like, "Okay, I'll I'll stay away from that area, and I'll be fine." And mm-hmm. you know, she talks about she's thinking right. This is her memories. She's thinking about how Naren City is the largest city in their country and has job opportunities. And for her, it's a big deal for her to graduate from college and to get a job in the big city. You know, this is a big step forward in her life. And she's just moved here three months ago. You know, we see that she felt like she was in a long distance relationship with jewelry. And, you know, she's moving up in life. And, you know, she's going from being a country girl to being in the big city. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, Exactly. So... You know, now she's now one the other panels where she's now come back to being back in the um, police station, and um, have, after having that flashback with the landlady about the type of area that Erie Street is, stay away from that. The rest of the, the the city is okay and stuff, and then she sort of realizes, mm, yeah, okay, maybe I shouldn't intimidate or try to intimidate them so much by staring at them. So. <laughs> and it makes her a bit nervous as, as you can see but uh, she you know, she says she would try and be more careful and then um before you know it she's called into have her um interview with inspector lane mm-hmm. regarding her um complaint so uh, yeah yeah and
0: this is this is where she realizes that the smell is coming from the jacket and she starts like sniffing the jacket and she's like oh it smells like some kind of cologne and then she like, she, her face gets really red and she pushes it down because she realizes that she's sniffing the guy and she like kind of realizes it has this sexual undertone where she's enjoying yeah.
1: the guy's jacket. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. That's what I thought. It was it was quite funny, when, you know, and then she gets quite embarrassed by it and it's quite flushed. and like, oh, <laughs> oh, is that the smell? It's quite nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, as well. And then she, you know, she turns the corner on her way to see Inspector Lane. And then this bad boy crosses her path. So he's all, he's boasting about what he's done to some other girl beforehand and everything. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, so he looks at her and he thinks she's a walking target because she stands out like a beacon. And then I could step back a bit and say about the guys that were, the three criminals that were sitting there staring at her. They knew Mm -hmm. she weren't from that area because of how she carries herself, how she's dressed, everything. He, now, this same guy on the phone, he also noticed she's from, not from this area as well. And he thinks she's a walking target as well. So it's how Poppy mm -hmm. carries herself in that, in that um, environment. But she's just being herself because, you know, she's just, um, Yeah. yeah, she's just basically being herself. But it's like these, Bad boys seem to just pick able up on to everything. yes, yes. They they pick up on her absolutely. So yeah, he's um...
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, and it's what what something gets me is how he's um, boasting on the phone about taking up another job of that kind. <laughs> and you'd have thought outside in the police station, you usually no. you wouldn't be no, on the phone no, talking. <laughs> But hey, you know he's one of those uh, people who thinks he thinks he can get away with anything. So anyway, mm-hmm. um, so she's on her way, minding her own business, but he decides he's going to try and um, uh, try and
0: uh, chat yeah, her I don't up. Know what, he, what he exactly wants to do? Like, I mean, it could be that he doesn't even have a plan. He's like, let me just see what I can get away with with her.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Oh, uh, yeah, but yeah, he's just just trying it, trying it on. Um, he, yeah. mm-hmm. you know,
0: blocks her way I, and
1: yeah, her.
0: You, you know, throws out some words at her, and Poppy finds herself frozen. And yeah, she's
1: intimidated. She's intimidated and overwhelmed by this man. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: She wants to get away, and but she can't. She can't make herself move. And she, like, asks, please let me, you know, please let me through. But And then, thankfully, she <laughs> is rescued by this police officer in the back who yells at the guy, what do you think yeah. you're doing? And, you know, tells him to scram, basically.
1: Yeah, yeah. So he was a that police officer, in a way, was a saving grace, in a way, because... He knew what he knew what that guy was doing and what he was up to and stuff. So right. you know it was really good that he came came to you know came to her 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 aid or to her defense at that time. Mm-hmm. But you can see because she is she she doesn't know how to handle these type of guys mm-hmm. at this stage of at this stage of the story. You right. can't you know she's um she just they overwhelm her. And you mm-hmm. can see in the next panel where she's in tears, absolute tears, because if frightened the living daylights out of her really. But yeah. in a way she's very, you know she she sort of uh, what's what she composes herself. Yeah. Soon after yeah, as well. She's like, yeah, you know, yeah, she she should be here. She's here to do what she needs to do and, and things like that. So until mm-hmm. and then she you know, she finally gets to meet Inspector Lane. Now Inspector Lane's a busy, busy lady. There, you know, she doesn't look up at her when she comes in. She's still at her computer screen tapping away, but
0: yeah. uh, you know,
1: she invites her to sit down. And Poppy
0: is very relieved that she's a woman, right? She's about to talk to her about somebody taking a pervy shot of her, so she's very excited that she's female. Yes. And yes. Then, Yeah, and then basically, uh, Inspector Lane makes her realize that the the guy, you know, Tora, wouldn't have been able to know that he was taking a picture of her with her chest exposed, right? Because it happened afterwards.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think, Yes, yeah, so that's right. Um, I think the way it was explaining that it made it look like, uh, I'm, I'm just thinking what's the best way to put this across... Because when said when Lane said, so he was unaware that your chest would be exposed when he took a photo of you and stuff like that. But the thing is, when he took the... If we flash back a little bit, and she reached up for the paper plane to get back that article that she'd written and stuff, and then it burst up, and then he takes the picture and doesn't take the shutter off, the shutter sound off. So it does look like he was taking a, a, a pervy sort of picture <laughs> of her. But... I think it happened really fast.
0: I think he, you know, as soon as he threw the paper airplane, he, you know, probably picked up his camera. And then as she reached up for it, it her shirt exploded.
1: Yes, it, yes. It strained. It, it completely burst because well, it strained and burst open. Yes. Um, but the yeah,
0: thing is, she, was, I she didn't even realize it,
1: Poppy, right? Well, she, she, she realized it. it. Well, well, this is it because the way she was explaining it to the officer, it made it look as if. Well, he didn't know he was taking a picture when it opened and stuff. Yeah. But he still took the picture and he didn't delete it. So but, I, hmm, I just think Inspector Lane is just a bit, you know, she's one of those overworked officers that just doesn't really have the time to dedicate yeah. to, uh, to a serious matter like that. Yeah, yeah. which is yeah, a little bit
0: other things to do.
1: Yes, yeah, so it's a little disheartening for Poppy. because she you know, right. she's she's actually taken the steps to go in there and, and make that complaint because she you know, she was perfectly within her rights to do that at that particular right. stage yeah. of the story, you know, at that time because Tor was a complete stranger to her at that at that time. So um yeah, I think she was she was right to, to go in and speak about it. But also when Poppy said, "Well, you know, can't you take a DNA sample of who this guy is?" And they "Well, you know, we don't have the resources to do that, right?" Uh, her
0: jacket, uh, which is something yeah. Lane will look into, you know, in a second. Like so, she Poppy looks at her and Ray, and she leaves. And as she's leaving, you know, Lane is looking all frustrated, rubbing her temples. But she looks up at her and she notices, she, she pays attention to the jacket, and she remembers that she has seen it before in the picture of the report about the report from an informant a few months back about mm-hmm. Lord Vincent Baltimore's 50th birthday party in Arrow Street, congregation of over 2,000 gang members. And she sees Torah um, Tora there with that shirt. Now, an interesting thing is, like, we don't know his relationship, Torah's relationship with Inspector with and We're going to hear a little mm-hmm. bit more about it later. But the yeah. fact that this report is from an informant is something that a lot of people have picked up on because. We know that Torah was arrested by the police after he was sold out by Goliath, and we don't know what happened afterwards. So one theory is that he's an informant, and there's a little bit of evidence or information for that.
1: Why? I, the question I will to ask is why do you feel that Torah might be in an informant, might potentially be an informant? Because I never really picked up on that, to be honest. Well, because
0: how did he get, you know, once he was arrested from the police, what happened after that? Like, did he, he was just released? Uh, Like, what's been happening? And, uh, and also the fact that we'll see in a few chapters, he has some kind of relationship with uh, Inspector Lane, right? How did that happen as well?
1: Okay, yes. Because I remember, yes, at some point, yes, he, um, she's going to impact him at some point, does not she? Yeah, Inspector Lane as well. I wouldn't have thought of Tora being an informant. Because of the type of air, um, type of clan, Baltimore clan that he belongs to.
0: Right. So obviously, it's extremely dangerous for him. But one thing, yeah. you know, one thing people have is maybe he's working against the 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 clan from within the clan and trying to bring it down from within. Yeah. All these yeah, all these yeah. theories. We just don't know how it's going to play out.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. It's because because he wants to keep a low profile. I suppose I'm coming from the angle where he's less if he is taken into custody and he's co- questioned by the police he'll probably say very little that's how i would see it mm-hmm. and i'm thinking there was another informant that may come into play as well but like you said you know it'd be quite interesting to see how things how this all plays out as, as well yeah
0: um, whatever it is it'll be interesting that's for sure and you know she describes him like he's tall and kind of big he has got long black hair striking eyes. so she you know we all notice this was breaking of her eyes, and Poppy does as well. And then, yeah, yeah and then, you know, when, when Inspector Lane realizes that that was Tora, she kind of gets nervous. She has the sweat marks, and she says, of all people to cross paths with, it looks like I might need a bump with the priority of this case after all. So she recognizes that
1: it's important. Okay, okay. And it'd be quite interesting to find out why she finds Tora. Why does Tora make her nervous? But, mm-hmm. That is the thing that I, you know, I, I'm in. I'm still not sure about how, why he makes her nervous, but I'm looking forward to seeing exactly as to how this all plays out, as well. Yeah. And then it cuts to another scene where these um, two people are having a discussion.
0: Right. The, one of them is the guy from the from the police police station, right? The the purple haired
1: guy. Yes. Yes. And another guy, and then I think they were about to go and try and see if they can break into the life's place mm-hmm. see uh, they're, they're drug
0: dealers right so they talk about yeah. like you know two weeks worth of crack right they're, They they definitely are have some dealings with drugs and mm-hmm. um you know even the other guy was like you know he calls um the purple haired guy like a sick bastard for um for being interested in this girl and who knows what his his plans were mm-hmm. with her And yeah, so they got their job is to go into Goliath's house and find the notebook and get out. So somebody wants the notebook and knows that Goliath had it. We don't know who their boss is. Well, we will we'll we'll see a little bit later. They mention the guy's name, but anyway, so they're in this apartment and you see like the apartment is pretty ugly. It's got this ugly couch and ugly carpet, and there's like powder on the floor, which I'm assuming is drug powder, some kind of drug. And, And then. You know, we see like vaguely, we see a figure through the window. Um, meanwhile, those guys, you know, they have their masks on and they're like, no one knows he lives there. Some secret hideout. And then one guy is nervous. He's like, hold it. Something doesn't feel right in here. He's sweating. He's anxious. And he's mm-hmm. like, the other guy is like, what are you talking about? Just find it up and go. And he has a chill in his bone. No one else knows about this place. He's all nervous. And then we see, you know, we see in the background, Tora's muscular arms with his tattoo right mm-hmm. there
1: behind them. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit that made me laugh harder when he said, when the guy in the balaclava said something doesn't feel right in here. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, and he's becoming more and more um, nervous and starting to sweat. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then you know, you know, something's going to ca- happen. You know, something's going to kick off here as well. And uh, yeah, <laughs> then he feels Tora right behind him. And Tora is.
0: Yeah, he's using, you know, he's like stick around for a bit, right? That's his a uh, very casual, informal way of, uh, you know, intimidating them, because he's not starting with, uh, not starting with anything violent, but he just throws them off and disarms them with the casual line,
1: yeah. <laughs> like the calm before the storm. <laughs> Do you know, something's going to happen, <laughs> and then, and then the guys, you know, said, wait a minute and stuff, and then who the hell are? And then all you see is Taurus' um, face, not. So he tore his fingers or his hand into the guy's face as well, and wow, he he really um, takes him down on that one. So <laughs> mm-hmm. you see, like so, yeah. blood
0: spurting, he's you know straddling him. His he's got his head uh, smashed down there, and you know with his like his gorgeous face is like speckled with blood. It's a very big contrast, right? Like he has a face of an angel, and he is you know has this violent lifestyle. And he says, "I want to know just who the f sent you here," and that's where it ends.
1: Yeah, it yeah, and uh, yeah, I thought it was quite, you know, I thought it's quite interesting as to why Torah knew they were coming. How did he know they were coming to Goliath's right. old place? Tora so somebody totally gave something. him some. So somebody gave him some information to let him know that they were. But then you know when that guy, one of the guys there. The one who tried to um, try to chat that- up Poppy, that one. I am wondering if they had technology to track his call uh-huh. and have yeah. a discussion. Say, "Well, come round to this," and then somebody passed on the information to Tora, So Torah was there waiting, waiting for them to turn yeah.
0: up. That's a good one. That, that makes sense. I, I don't know what tools he has at, at his disposal. I know Tora is not supposed to be very tech savvy, but he definitely is clever. So wherever he got it from, he. He knew, and he gave, showed yeah. up. And well there's some not even need weapons. He's choosing his bare hands. It just shows yeah. that he's still a little confident in his physical abilities to overcome two people. He doesn't even need weapons.
1: Well, he's, he's like a man-mountain, isn't he? He's <laughs> six foot three and very mm-hmm. buff. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he's, um, yeah, he and he's supposed to be a martial arts expert as well. So he's, um, he, he's an all-rounder, this guy. So... Yep. Two regular shaped guys are probably no problem for him to deal with and to handle. Yeah. Okay. So do you have any like closing thoughts on the the episode as a whole? Um it's quite interesting to know that there's gonna be several informants mm-hmm. that will soon come out and be revealed at some point in mm, at time. Um so what is it that Inspector Lane has as to or what is it that she's worried about? Right. With regards to Tora, why, why she's so bothered about it? So there's something going on there as well. Um, I'm also thinking why this, she, she's probably thinking, what does Poppy have to do with this, with Tora as well? So she's right. probably, why was Tora okay. interested in taking a picture of her? Yes, yes. Why, why is he doing that? That's as far, that's what Inspector Lane is thinking of. At that mm. So it'll be quite interesting to see how all these things pan out. Really, um I think that's all I can say from my angle. Really, yeah, yeah,
0: this is great. <laughs> thank you so much, Tanya, for coming on and for greasing us with your insight and your British accent.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, well, thank you, Mindy. <laughs> that's so kind. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, thank you very much.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you so much, and we'll we'll be finding out answers to this as we you know keep reading MPO.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I'm always be I'll I'll always be doing some fast pass moves as well so I need to you know, love to um keep up with what's going on. For sure.
0: Okay, thank you so much, Tanya. Okay, thank you
1: so much, Mindy.